Hey everybody, welcome to episode 311. What's your favorite 311 song, guys? Oh, they're kind of bad. I can't think of a single 311 song. All Amber. I can think of is they just kind of go like... like you love kinda... Down and um, uh, the other one Down. off of that album. Colby and I saw 311 live one time. We did. And by that, I mean they were playing on stage at Warp Tour, and we walked by and said, huh, I, I think we watched them. Did we? Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, uh, it's all 311, up. which... All, all mixed, mixed up. up. There we go. All mixed up. Don't know what to do. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, that's more That's so. more songs than I thought I'd remember. <laughs> Two. <laughs> well, Colby did say down, we, so that was, yeah, would have been my three. third. I would have... Oh, three. We're we're pretty we're like three eleven. If you can name fans. three songs, that's pretty. I think that's that's all that matters. It's not bad. So three eleven was what the the call sign for what like indecent exposure in L A. At least that was I the theory. It was like Minneapolis or something. I don't know. It, I'm sure it was made up. It's probably like actually just like calls information. Uh, anyway, it's, it's episode three eleven, and that's the Woo. last we'll talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk today about uh, game of the year. Woo! Because um, this year I, is almost over. This year's almost over. Wow. So games games of the year because we don't want to uh, limit ourselves to just a game. That's silly. Uh, we're going to talk about go indecent exposure in Omaha after the original guitarist for the band was arrested for streaking. Mm. So it's actually what was the name of the band before right. he was arrested for streaking? Or did they do Streaker. it just to reinforce their... <laughs> In Omaha. Anyway, Game of the Year. It's happening. Uh, we're going to talk about everything that happened to the Game Awards. Um, their Game of the Year was... Um, Elden Ring? Elden Ring? Elden Ring, yeah. Um, like, pretty much... It was like a two and a half hour uh, thing. Uh, probably three hours. I, I, like, fell asleep at two and a half hours. So... Um, but uh, like, if you just if you just assume that any award you were interested in was won either by Elden Ring or God of War, you've you pretty much just watched all the award parts of it. Anyways, we're gonna talk about the non-award parts. We're also gonna how talk about how Fortnite is like cocaine. Um, it's it's probably not. Do you remember when cheese was like cocaine? Do you remember when the the study that was like. Uh cited as you know like jesus is bad as cocaine the person who wrote the study went that's not what i was saying that's not true i do kind of want to see cocaine bear though that movie looks pretty great mm-hmm. um anyway fortnite is like cocaine uh the grammys have a, a video game category now and it's kind of weird uh epic wants to put your kids in a cabin and i would also like to put my kid in a cabin like somewhere else like the mountains of montana maybe just for the mm-hmm. winter mm-hmm. Uh, F- the FTC is officially suing to block the Activision Blizzard Microsoft deal, which is a bit of a bummer, but it might be fine. And a uh, a guy crashed the stage of the Game Awards. Um, I, I, I like I said, I actually fell asleep at about ten thirty. This happened after that, so um, I did not actually see this happen live, but it did happen. We'll talk about that. Got a couple of questions from Princess Megan, monotone screaming and turned down for what? Um. There's a mystery game from Epic. I don't know if we can actually figure out what it is yet. Let's see. 
Uh, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Uh, we got some Game Pass games coming out too, including some new stuff from Riot. There's a Humble Bundle. Jingle Jam is happening. But first, why don't we talk about what we've been playing? Dil- Dylan's playing... Oh, I, I thought he'd actually played a game called Scarlet. I'm like, what's Scarlet? I've never heard of it, but he he just played Pokemon it's Scarlet. Pokemon That's fine. Scarlet. Tell, tell us more about Pokemon Scarlet. I did. I've played it uh, substantially more. I'm probably... I think I'm... I'd say almost done with all of the gyms. I think I'd, I'd say three quarters of the way through that whole uh, thing. Um, I'm enjoying it a little bit more. Um, however, I definitely still have some stuff that I'm not as excited about. Like, I think I think I enjoyed Pokemon Sword better than this one. Um, that might be because I'm just not very fond of the Terra forms of the Pokemon. I just don't find it interesting at all. Um, so you can, like, kind of pseudo-transform your Pokemon based on one of their types or something. I honestly don't really know how exactly it's meant to work, because it's honestly just completely uninteresting to me. Um, and they've done this in... I don't know when they first started doing this, like, extra evolution phenomena in Pokemon games. Like, they had Z-evolutions and Max-evolutions and Gigantamax evolutions. And uh, the Sword and Shield had the Gigantamax, which I that didn't bother me as much, because it was almost just like oh, your Pokemon gets big and giant. Um, And it kind of fit well into this when they started adding kind of like the raid battles where you you could team up with friends and go fight a giant Pokemon. And it kind of like made sense, right? It was kind of a reason to exist um, in this region, I guess. Um, This one is just like your fire Pokemon now has a Candelabra on their head. um, And then I guess it ramps up their fire attacks or something. And it's just kind of, to me, it's like, Pokemon's kind of silly enough, as we kind of dissected last week. Um, and they kind of just added a silliness layer on it. Um, and it's not not my favorite. Um, but it's mostly completely ignorable. Like, you'll you'll be fighting a gym leader, and then obviously their, their top Pokemon that they use will do its Terra thing. And you're like, okay, whatever. And then you just hit it with a strong attack, and you just ignore it. Um... Obviously, if you're going to play at any competitive level, you'll probably have to figure out how this works. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one that hates this. I can't imagine. Um, it, it's it's kind of lame. Um, but otherwise, the game seems... It's a Pokemon game. Uh, like I said, I liked Sword better, I think. This one, the map kind of... As I mentioned last week, how everything's kind of a... It's like a big sandbox, and there's not a lot of, like linearness to it i found myself like i want to go over there but there's a giant mountain pass in the way and i'm like well how do i get around the mountain pass and then like okay i can put a waypoint but it's just like it's just a waypoint it doesn't give you like oh here's like your path to get there it's like no it's just it's on the other side of the mountain like go figure out how to get up the mountain Uh, and finally i got i like went and did the stuff on the mountain. So now I'm on the mountain, so it's easy to go down the other side of the mountain, I guess. But it was kind of a weird... It's like I wanted to go over there, and I just couldn't figure out how to get over there. And that was kind of weird. Um, I guess this is this was never a problem in 2D Pokemon, because you kind of just had so many paths and roads, and you just would navigate. And the landscape really was not important. There wasn't a lot of 
verticality to it. There was like there were sections where you'd have to take stairs up to and you could hop down, but you couldn't go back up. There was instances of that, but now you actually have these kind of like 3D paths and slopes and things, and then your Pokemon that looks like a motorcycle that you ride can like eventually jump higher, so you can kind of ignore some of those impasses, and that allows you to get different parts of the map. So, um, but it's kind of weird because it's like I feel like I should be able to go there, and and I can't. Um, so that was kind of weird. Um, overall, I'm I'm happy. I don't know if it's uh, my game of the year or anything. That's a tease, but um, <laughs> I have I have been enjoying playing my Nintendo Switch though. With I finally got a grip for it. Um, I got one for Kate and myself, and it's amazing. Um, Which one did you get? I got the Satisfy Grip. Um, hmm. I saw people on the YouTubes that liked this one, um, and I'm very, very impressed by it. Um, yeah, that's cool. Not very expensive. I think it was like thirty bucks. Um, it's got kind of, um, kind of rubbery grips on the back, so it just gives you a little bit of grip. Um, and then this top white half is more like hard plastic, um, and it just slides right in. And I did like about it is that it has like rubber barriers so your switch is not actually touching any part of the grip other than these small rubber um there's like three on each side that are kind of creating a absorption barrier around the the switch so it's not it's not going to get scratched or anything i guess not that that matters a lot Uh, maybe if you're going in and out of it i could imagine that would be kind of annoying and wear down um but it's very comfortable um i was starting to to feel myself like anytime like i get a new pokemon game and i sit there and play for a while at a time um i'm like oh man this i do kind of get that weird cramp in just one of my hands usually um and i kind of have to like stretch it out a little bit um and this kind of makes that i mean i think there's still a degree of that and i think that's just playing handhelds a lot of times uh, for whatever reason the posture maybe it's them laying down or whatever and holding it up in the air or what, uh, whatever position i'm in there's always a little bit of uncomfortability after time but this is i mean i would highly recommend this to any like handheld switch user um i felt like i had something else to say about it um and they uh <laughs> You can buy just the grip, or they do have like bundles where you can buy a grip with a case that fits the switch in the grip. Um, oh, nice! Which is kind of cool, I guess, if if you're someone who does take it on the go or whatever. Um, oh, I was gonna say something like, uh, I kind of wish I, when I was playing like Rogue Legacy two or whatever, I wish I would have had this. Um, so I think I'm gonna go back and play some of those other games, and um, I might have a little bit more. Ergonomic advantage now. Um, I will be um, grinding those levels much faster with this this grip. I yeah, think I, it it instantly will up your gamer score by f- at least four. Uh, at least four. <laughs> yeah, whatever that means. Um, but it will make you get good. So uh, high recommendation. That's awesome. I uh, I added a link to that in our show notes, so if you're curious about it, you yeah. can just go look at it because it's not spelled like satisfy. Yeah, it's sure satisfy isn't. with an e. Um, they and, and a y and a. 
Yeah. So, um, I, they're available on Amazon as well as their website. Um, so it's pretty easy to find them. Yeah. I've, um, I've got to have a grip on my switch or it just kills yeah. my wrists. Yeah. Um, I, oddly I, enough, I've been kind of interested to try one. And for whatever reason, I was like, well, I'm playing this and I'll be a good, uh, it was an early holiday present for Kate nice. and myself. I was like, Oh, Santa came early here. These are for us before, um, since nice. she's been playing that Disney Dreamlight Valley a lot. And I was like, well, maybe this would be a good gift. So, um, yeah, no, that's awesome. Very cool. Um, do you want to talk about Fall Guys? Um, I've just been playing it a ton. I, I mean, I've, I think I've talked a lot about it. Um, every week there's something, some new uh, challenges to kind of do and and uh, unlock some new skin. Um, we've still, like, a bunch of us play it, like, every night. Um, we try to get a win before we go to bed kind of thing, and... Um, it's kind of fun to have that kind of accountability that we all just kind of like, oh, let's jump on for a few minutes to play this game, a couple of rounds or whatever, and then it turns into three hours. And then um, that's awesome. It, it's a it's a good time. Um, definitely, if you haven't got into Fall Guys yet, I think it, it's it's good fun for sure. Very cool. How about you, Cole? What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing video games. Me too. Oh, you want more than that? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I have not been able to find a game that I've been wanting to play. Like, I've just been going from game to game to game to game to game. Um, so I uh, installed Far Cry 4 because I figured, like, hey, a game that I've beat and know that I greatly enjoyed, I should play. And uh, it's still good. Um, I was I was surprised. That game came out in 2014. It looks really good, too. I played yeah. it last year until it would not let me play it anymore um you mean until you weren't good enough to get past somewhere right you say potato i say potato like it wasn't like the game stopped working it was that you're bad the game no that's uh, what i'm saying is the game after dying at the same place like for two hours the game just came on there like hey cliff we've seen what you're doing we could make this easier but instead you need to we think it'd probably be best if you just gave up have you considered one of the easier games on game pass (laughs) Maybe you should go play Disney Dreamlight Valley. (laughs) There's a Paw Patrol game. Uh, You can't really die on it, so uh, maybe you should go do that. But uh, no, I've been playing Far Cry 4. It's it's real good. Um, I I don't know if it's my favorite Far Cry. Um, I really liked 5, but uh, Far Cry 4 does have elephants that love to um, go with mess things up. Yeah, it does. I watched one flip a car at a bad guy yesterday and it landed on top of him. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um, But uh, then I also have been playing a game called Chained Echoes. And uh, it's like a 16-bit throwback like RPG. Um, I know I've been saying it a lot where I'm like, it's basically Chrono Trigger. Um, But like... This game shares a lot of DNA with like Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy uh, 3 6. Because, like, you start off the game in like Chrono Trigger's bedroom, um, like the same bedroom that your, you know, main character in Chrono. Is he Chrono? I don't know. And now Chrono Trigger's a thing, I think. I, I, I played it. I don't remember his name. 
But uh, yeah, you start off in like the exact same bedroom with your mom waking you up. Like you go to a fair just like you do in Chrono Trigger, and it's laid out pretty much the same. Um, so like you, homage. Uh, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like homage. you fight, you fight a giant squid monster like on a raft. I'm like, I think I've done this before somewhere. Um, but it's real good. Uh, it's got a lot of different. <laughs> systems that i'm not sure it needs but uh other than like they're fun they're interesting and i think they make the game kind of i mean like that is kind of what uh sets it apart from a just a normal 16-bit game is that you know you can do all sorts of new stuff i just don't know if they needed all of them um but uh, i'm like four hours into it and it's like a 20 something hour game and i might beat it i don't know we'll see it's not, um, it's not bad for an rpg though what kind of combat yeah. does it have is it real time or turn-based? it's turn-based um but it's like it's i i was i'm desperately trying to remember how chrono trigger's battle system works i think it works the same way where like it's it's not necessarily like you know i think it's based on speed i think like you go and then the bad guys you know like they may get one turn in between oh um, sure like like an interrupt kind of mode yeah kind of I, I don't know like it's not it's it's a it's a kind of turn base that i don't mind um it feels good um but, i just can't uh, play a turn-based game anymore that doesn't have like an auto bot battling option i just want to let them fight it'll be fine <laughs> just hold down a no literally like it's kind of a thing i don't remember uh inkenfell had it and you could just literally say like off with you fight and let me know how it ends up (laughs) and i i always won so it was fine did dylan just bring over like a japanese tea set yeah i believe dylan is making some sort of extremely fancy tea um but but good on him man it's not it's not particularly fancy it's just a fancy teapot i think Oh, okay. It's just I figured he was going to be like pouring things for like 20 minutes. No, it's just some Uh, roasted barley tea. It's very, very basic, but that sounds kind of nice. That's very good. It's kind of like warm water with a little bit of flavor, I guess. Barley flavor. We got to get Dylan the hell out of Seattle. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's just, that's just not normal. All right. Maybe, maybe that's why Dylan's skinny and I'm not. <laughs> I don't think that that is. Uh, oh, I'm just over here drinking some postum. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> everyone's grandma used to you drink just, postum. You honey. just drink roasted barley tea, and it's a miracle cure for everything. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Absolutely sure it is. I just, uh, I just, I just drink warm water. Yeah, whatever. This is I just take, better than warm water. It's, oh. It does not sound better than... I, I'm sorry, it sounds Joe, like I will something Ned it. Flanders would drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm happy you like some your warm tea, barley Dylan. water. <laughs> I'm happy you're happy, Dylan. That's what I'm going to say, man. It can be drank hot Refreshing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> All right, call back. <laughs> what are I, we even I talking about? I do like about? my iced barley water. <laughs> I'm drinking a orange Gatorade. It's generic. It's not even Kirk. It's like Kirkland's brand. It's. I'm, you know. I'm having clearly Canadian, and I'm not sure if they've changed the like recipe since I've had it when I was like I don't know six, or if it was just always this bad. But. I would say that your taste buds have probably changed drastically between 
when you were six and when you were. Because I, I used to love this now. stuff. Oh yeah, Clear Tornado was the the bomb, man. We get it at Circle K. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. And now it is. Um, first drink was good. It's it's, it's, this... it's kind of like um, any of the like uh, what are those called seltzer waters? Like the first sip I have, I'm like that's not bad, and then I take a second sip, I'm like that was less good, and then I take a third I... sip, I'm like when did this get awful? Saying that, I bet you you're right. I bet you clearly Canadian has changed to be more in line with more traditional seltzer waters. Anyway, we should talk about video games. Are you done talking about Chained Echoes, Call? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. It's just uh, it's just a 16-bit RPG. I mean, there's nothing, like, super special about it. But, game Pass? Uh, you're, you're, oh, of course, Cliff. I don't of buy course. games anymore. <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, Colby and I also, for reasons oh, yeah. I, I'm not sure, played Diablo 3. Because um, <laughs> I've been bouncing around games and I can't find anything. So, of course, I'm going to play games that I've beaten four times before. I had planned on beating... I keep wanting to say Pentatonic, but that's that like kind of bad... like. Are um, they Mormon? I don't think so. They but feel Mormon. God, they do. I don't know how to explain this to anyone who doesn't live in Utah, but they feel Mormon. They do. I don't believe they are. Um, that's Pentatonic's uh, an acapella singing group. I've been playing Pinafic? It's yeah, I, I don't remember. It's a game that starts with a P. I'd planned on beating it this weekend, and instead on Friday, Colby's like, hey, man, could you install Diablo 4? And we just played Diablo 4 all weekend. So, um, Oddly, even though I have beaten Diablo 4, I got an achievement for beating the Butcher. I must have missed that on my first playthrough. <laughs> so, I don't know. I would say we're most of the way through Act 1 would be my guess call. Yeah, I think yeah. we just beat Act One. It's such a good game. Like it's such a ridiculously good game. <laughs> it's just so much fun. So we're having a good time. Uh Patreon. Thank you to our wonderful patrons. Uh you can become one of those wonderful people at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. We have a bunch of different tiers. I won't say them out loud because I always screw them up but there is more than one that's what you need to know uh, there is a $10 tier if you are in that tier we call you a producer and we say your name on every episode so big shout out to our producers Alan Schulte Joe Cole Jr. Anonymous and Rich Deacon thank you guys for helping us pay for the stuff that makes this podcast I, I guess so we don't have to pay money for it it's, it's nice um we also have a, a number of other patrons. We appreciate all of you as well. Again, go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast for, uh, you know, to do that. Yes, Colby. Apparently they have a strong Mormon fan base, but they're not Mormon. I don't know. They just like, they feel like they it. feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You have to, you have to have lived in Utah to get that feeling there. The, uh, the other day we were talking about, there's a, a band. I don't remember what their name is, but they do this really great, um, they they like squish Hamilton with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, Hameldolph is what it's called. Um, it's very, very funny, but exact same thing. Like, Brooke's <laughs> like, I don't, I, these guys might be, I don't know, feels like it. Like, one of them linked something to BYU. Anyway, nothing against, nothing against Mormon folk, but, you know, you kind of stand out a little bit. It's not your fault. Um, anyway, uh, Dylan. Game of the year. Whoa, I don't know what happened there, but yeah, Colby's not wrong, I Words. guess. <laughs> I'm just game going of... by the thing you sent me, Cliff. Well, it says news, and then it says game of the year. So... Is that news, though? Is that news? I think the games I like Breaking are pretty news. newsworthy. 
Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, game of the year. I was thinking, uh, why don't we all like say the, you know our game of the year? Dylan hasn't even written this down. Maybe Dylan didn't play any games. I'm still counting the votes. <laughs> He's still counting the votes. Well, you don't have long, Dylan. So I know, count I've, fast. I'm, I'm getting. I'm almost done. Why don't we say like I'll tell you what my game of the year is, and then Colby can tell you what his game of the year is, and then Dylan, if he finishes in time, can tell you what his game of the year is. This is like when you like this is like going to dinner with my mom, and you're, they're like, "Are you ready to order?" And my mom's like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm not." Last. But but just 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 everyone else ordering. When you get to me, I'll I'll know by then. And spoiler. I'm always ready by that time. <laughs> Dylan's always ready by that time. Anyway, uh, and then we'll go through our. We have I some kind of honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, you're you're a good man, Dylan. That's all I'm saying. Uh, our first game is a game that actually came out in 2022. That was the rule. So the first game we're going to talk about is literally the game of 2022. This is the hardest so, one for so me. <laughs> I have a question. Yes, my game my game came out in 2022. On the Xbox, does that Colby, count? This is this is like the most like loosey goosey casual podcast in the world. I'm just asking. You, you can Colby, make up whatever you want. You do you, boo. Like we used to have like a very stringent like we're going to choose a game of the year for the Xbox and one for the PlayStation one for this, the what Switch and then like Game Pass <laughs> started came out and I'm like no one played the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played a PlayStation game in six years, so I'm, I'm like, sure some uh, of them were good. The Last of Us, I replayed that like Assume, a year ago. Assume it was God of War Ragnarok. Maybe. My, the last I don't know. PlayStation game I played was The Last of Us. The first one. Probably it was right after when did two thousand seventeen? Yeah. The last one I played was was uh the one with the red headed chick who's like a cave lady. Um which I can never remember the name of, but whatever. Anyway. It doesn't Horizon matter. Zero Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, my game of the year this year was Norco, which is a uh, point-and-click game set in like a... I'm going to say like a dystopian Louisiana, um, but not like That's far... That's just Louisiana, Cliff. <laughs> not like a far future Louisiana, like, like I'm going to say 20 years in the future. Like stuff's gone wrong, but it's not... Wrong, wrong. That's yeah. just Louisiana. Clothes. It could just be Louisiana, to be honest. Um, has some of the best writing I've ever experienced. Um, was not overly difficult for a point-and-click game. It was not kind of like the old-school point-and-click games that were so just ridiculously, you know... Obtuse. You, you didn't yeah. mix this pie with this pipe. <laughs> That's right? Therefore, yeah. you cannot beat the game. Exactly that. Um, but I just, I spent the entire, it was relatively short, like five or six hours. I spent the entire time just amazed at how good the story was and how much I enjoyed it. Um, it's available on Game Pass for Xbox, and I believe it just, or no, it was originally uh, came out on the PC for yeah. Game Pass, but I believe it was just added to the Xbox um, as well. Just a just a really, really, really good game. I, I enjoyed it greatly. So my, my game of the year is Norco. How about you, Cole? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Paradise Killer. I think. Uh, yeah, Wait, we'll so go with Paradise Killer. So you went out of order, man. Yeah, well, I was trying to figure out which one I wanted to do. All right, tell me about Paradise it was, Killer. It was pretty much a three-way tie for me. So fair. Uh, it's a detective game set in like a vaporware um paradise island, but people have been murdered and you're trying to solve it you get pulled out of i don't know some sort of like uh, limbo after three million years um the graphics are weird as hell 
and I don't know. It's a strange ass game. I All don't right. know how to describe it, but you've got to solve a murder and um, and it's great. I I I think I pretty much one hundred percented it. Um, you can beat it in under a minute. I did. Uh, nice. as well you have to like or maybe it's three minutes I don't know it was a pain in the ass to get that achievement um, that's, that's my kind of game link but yeah like literally you go and you know you've got to find all the clues that you can and you can like I mean you can go and find half the clues and just go like hey I think that person did it and they'll be like okay that person has been executed and you're like oh good no. on you <laughs> uh, and then you could be done with the game or you can go and find every single clue and they'll go through and go like well what about this and you're like well i found this clue that you know means that they couldn't have been there uh but if you don't have that like you can't like dispute you know like claims and stuff so interesting it it honors or not honors it uh i guess honors like you know going and actually looking for the clues but you don't have to and you can literally just accuse pretty much anyone you want um you know like there are some people who are mean to you you can just have them killed and say they helped in it uh interesting and because you're you are essentially judge jury and executioner uh as far as i remember you can just like you know have everyone killed or just let everyone off um it's a it's a it's a really interesting game. I don't think I've ever played anything like it, um, but it's it's real fun. Hmm. You should play Pentiment. Um, it's it's similar, um, like weird graphics, good good you know detectiving it, it, game. In, Pentiment, any vaporware? No vaporware. Uh, but there are some like there's some monks. Monks are pretty cool. Uh, Pentiment probably would have actually been on my game of the year list if I had actually finished it, but instead we played Diablo, so I guess. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Obsidian. <laughs> How about you, Dylan? Come through in the pinch. <sighs> okay. Um, I didn't play a lot of games that actually came out this year, unfortunately. This is not taking away from the game that I'm choosing, though. I just want to make be clear to that game. Like, it's not... It's not an insult to that game. It's a great game. There's just a, there are a few games on my list that I do want to play this year from this year that I have not played yet, like Splatoon three, um, Bayonetta three, um, and a host of other games. Those are just two recently that I've been thinking about because I've been playing my Switch. Um, but Rogue Legacy two is probably going to nice. be my pick, and it did actually come out this year. It also came out on Switch later this year so i had to yeah. check i didn't know if it had come out at the end of like last year and got its switch release finally when i played it so i did check it It came out in like april um but i played it yeah. on switch on the switch release in like october or whatever um and i really like this game um i've played it a lot i not i i still have more to do in this game but i really enjoy it um it's kind of similar enough to dead cells which i think probably was a game that i chose as my game of the year before but is different enough that i'm enjoying it and not just feeling like oh this is kind of the same game um it has its own twist and i really like that it uh the characters are a little bit more uh defined than in dead cells you just kind of get your weapons which is cool in this game you uh you there's some even wacky characters in there like the chef and the all these different classes and i think that's kind of neat and um when you pick them, they have different quirks. Like some of them are kind of crappy, um, but will end up giving you more gold. And I, I, I just think that's a really fun twist on that formula, um, which I mostly like. But I'm definitely not like a super fan of the 
that roguelike thing. Um, I don't know if I inherently like that genre. It's just there's a few games that I think are very well done within that genre that I do like. Um, but I think that's my, my, my pick. That was that was on my short list. Like I almost picked that too. Yeah. Uh, is like an honorable mention. Yeah. Did you ever play West of Dead? No. You should try that. That was probably the roguelike that I enjoyed the most. I was so bad at that game, I could not get past like the first level. Super cool, super stylish. I was super hyped for that game, and I was just trash at it. So, eh, whatever. Uh, let's see. My next game. Uh, now, I think this game actually did come out this year, but you know, whatever. Those things don't matter anymore. Um, is nobody saves the world? Um, Colby and I both played that. Yeah. Um, it's from the folks who made Steamboat Dig. Is that right? Or no, no, that was that was Gex or Gax or yeah, the the gunk. Yeah, Gex the is gunk. The lizard. Yeah, <laughs> that's the lizard. <laughs> Nobody saves the world. Is from the people I think that made. Uh, it's Drinkbox. It's the folks that made um, Guacamole. Maybe. Does that? Yeah, that's does right. That sound right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, another game that I I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, it's Walk Melee. Yeah, it, nobody saves the world is kind of a what you say it called like a like a Zelda like is yeah kind of yeah it's got yeah you know you've got like an overworld where you you kill stuff and then there's a dungeons. there's a bunch of dungeons you go through. Um, the the like hook of the game though is is that you are nobody. Um, that is, I think, both your name and what you are, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have the ability to transform into, like, I don't know, 20, 20 different, different characters. characters. Um, and then mix and match all of those characters' abilities. And, and mix and matching their abilities is a really, really important part of the game. Um, the game will throw a lot of things at you where you need one ability in order to like defeat a shield on an enemy and then another ability to um, like actually do damage to them. Um, it was just very clever, very fun. It's one of the, I don't think I 100%ed it, but it was one of those games that I think, I think I didn't 100% it because I think you had to play the new game plus to 100%. Yeah. Um, and if it hadn't been for that, I probably would have. Um, really kind of quirky, cute, cartoony art style. Um, just a lot of fun to play. So nobody saves the world. It's a Game Pass game. Highly recommended. There. What's uh, what's your second uh, choice, Cole? That was another one on my like list. I'm yeah. like, well, Cliff will pick that one. So, <laughs> um, see, in- this is why Colby Colby about a half hour before we started recording. He's like, hey, what games did you choose? <laughs> yep. uh, I'm gonna go with Bug Snacks. Uh, Bug Snacks came out this year on Game Pass, and holy crap, is that game fun? <laughs> um, you are. You go to a, a like a, a island where a bunch of critters. Um, well, like the people that you're interacting with are critters, but there's also bug critters um, on the island. And I can't remember who you're looking for. Like you know, you're you're a reporter, and there's you know like someone has gone missing, and so you go look for one on the island. And uh, you find out that they've been eating these bugs, but like when they eat the bug like you know it will turn if it's like a carrot bug it turns perhaps their arm into a carrot bug um and you've got to go through and try and find the person but also figure out the you know like mysteries of the island of the bug snacks and uh it's cool because it turns into like this weird like body horror game 
um, about halfway through. Um, but uh, it was I, I love that game. I you know played the heck out of it. And I played really it too and it. fell off of it. Because um, you suck. Yeah, I think more. I just got like I thought it was a little fetch questy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fetch rusty. Um, my not, fetch quest. Yeah, I, I, it's a game that I constantly see installed on my computer and go like, oh, I should go finish that because it wasn't bad. It was just like it could absolutely be a podcast game or like a, a play while you watch TV uh-huh. kind of game. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. You're, you're literally just going and trying to you know find different you know figure out how to get different bugs because you know like oh this you know bug you need to I don't know throw this fire bug out and that will scare this bug and you know then this bug appears and so you just yeah. got to figure out how different bugs work. Yeah, it's fun. It, it, like I said, not my game of the year, but not bad. How about you, Dylan? What's your what's your second game? Uh, I finally got around, and it's a pretty old game at this point, but Darkest Dungeon. Oh, um, how did you like that? I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, the first time I had tried to play Darkest Dungeon, I played like really late at night, and I was not in the right frame of mind. And I like was like, what is going on? And then I put it down, and I didn't play it again for a long time. And I finally pulled it back out, and I was like, oh, this is this game is great. Um, I guess it, it has some similarities as to why I like uh, like Rogue Legacy too. Is like you have these like these characters that they end up possessing quirks and advantages and disadvantages and things over time. This one more often they, they actually like will stay with you until they die. Um, and that's really cool as well as the actual combat and the exploration stuff it takes a little bit of like, you kind of got to figure out the, how the system works a little bit. Um, but once you kind of have an idea of like, how certain advantages and disadvantages work and um, what the different enemies are and the different like dungeons that you'll go in whether like there's the sewers or um, I don't know if it's like the prison cell area like what I can't remember the different um, different like areas you but you can expect to encounter different things like whether that be poison or bleeding or um, that kind of thing, so you can be prepared appropriately. Um, but I really, really enjoyed um, that game for being a game that came out like five or more years ago at this point. But um, finally, finally got into to playing that a little bit and enjoyed it as much as I had hoped. And that's the game. If, correct me if I'm wrong. Where like your 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 team members take like. I don't want to say like psychic damage, but like they they They're, get so beat up that you have to like put them in the hospital and they have to heal. Yeah, that that is part of the game. So there there is physical hit points as well as like mental trauma you take as well. Um, and if you take so much mental trauma, then you will you can actually become a kleptomaniac, or you'll have an actual trait added to your character that makes them function different. Like maybe they're afraid of the dark now. Uh, so if you don't have the torchlight, they they will perform differently. And um, so it has a, a like, very deep. Um, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of complexity going on, but it's not the most like hard to understand once you actually kind of sure. know what you're looking for. Um, and it can be pretty overwhelming at first, but once you kind of figure out how to mitigate those things, um, that becomes a part of the game. Is like, how about instead of relieving all this mental stress, how about I just avoid getting it in the first place, right? Um, <laughs> so once you 
you kind of figure that those things, the game becomes much, not necessarily easier, but easier in the sense that, oh, I understand what's going on. I understand why I'm taking all this, this stress. And there's a bunch of information online, like to help you learn those things, whether you just Google that or watch a YouTube video or something. Like there's plenty of people that have a good understanding of how this works that can kind of teach you that stuff pretty quickly rather than figuring it out on your own. Um, so I don't think that's really what, how it's meant to be. I think there are systems that you should understand as you're playing the game. Um, but yes, there's there's physical and mental damage. And yes, that's you can cool. repair those in the if you, if you want to keep those characters. And sometimes it is... Obviously, these characters level up, so if you have an early character that gets all this crazy stuff happen to him, it's like, eh, let's just let that guy die. No big deal. Let's get a new guy in here. But if it's one of your high-level characters, you might want to spend the the gold or whatever to heal them because you've already you've leveled them up to level whatever and and got them improved equipment and got them improved abilities. And it's like, oh, I've I have put a lot of I've put a lot of time and energy and 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 money into this character, so I don't want to lose them yet. Yeah, no, that's really cool. It's a cool. Is the second one out yet? Do you know, or it's coming out? It's. I think it's coming out, or it's. It has been in like a beta, or at some point maybe. And my understanding is, it's. It's not the same game, in the sense that they're making a sequel, and it, it's. It's meant to be kind of a different experience. So you shouldn't. Um, I, I've I've heard that it looks like Feb planned release date is February. Um, so it's not, not out yet, but I've seen online people have played it. Um, and there's people that love and hate it. Um, but the sense I was getting was like, it's not meant to be exactly the same game. So if you're, if you're saying, why did they change this? It's like, well, it was meant to, it's not meant to be just more of the same. It's meant to give you a slightly different game. I'm not sure though. I have not played it. I don't know. I haven't even looked at it. So that's just kind of what I have heard. So makes sense to me. Uh, let's see. My, my third pick um, is probably actually what would have been my pick for game of the year. If it had come out this year, but it did not, it came out uh, the end of 2021. And that is uh, life is strange. True colors. Um, it's a, a narrative adventure, I guess, set in a, uh, like a resort town. I think it's in Colorado, but it could be like a resort town at any like ski, you know, it could have been in Utah, it could have been in Idaho, it could have been anywhere. Just a, a small resort town um, has a, a, a mining company there that kind of employs most of the the workers. Um, and you, you move there to uh, live with your brother. You've been in the foster care system or the, uh, you know, for pretty much your entire life. You finally age out. Um, your brother had found you about a year before that and you move in with him um, into this town that he's kind of grown into. He works at a bar, um, gets you a job there. Um, it was just a like just a tremendous story. It was so good. Um, there's an uh, an event at the end of the first chapter that I've uh, like I don't remember the last time something happened in the video game. That I just sat there kind of like just staring at the screen. Um, and because it's kind of got that, it, it's, it's essentially a telltale game where you make decisions in the game that affect the outcome of things. Um, it you know so it not ends like a telltale game. Yeah, (laughs) you know, and honestly, that's what I've always said about um, because I've played a couple of their other games, um, 
And to me, like the the Life is Strange games are what Telltale games should be, and they're not terrifically good at. Uh, and plus, they're like visually just stunning, unlike the the Telltale games as well. Um, but uh, there's an event at the end of the first chapter that I, you know, it happens, and then it just loads into chapter two, and I'm like. Oh, oh no, like I need to, I need to, I need to go look up a guide and see what I can do. What can I choose to make it so that doesn't happen? And the guide's like, nah, that just, that's just part of the game. There's nothing you can do to undo that. And I'm like, like that's, it was, it was very heavy. Um, just a, just a terrific game. Highly, highly, highly recommended. Um, it's on Game Pass, so you can play it for free. Um, it's not super long, like six or seven hours, I think. Um, like just long enough to tell the story it needs to tell. Um, I actually played most of it with a guide um, because there's a lot of things you can miss, a lot of things you don't want to miss, um, and like I, I, don't, I don't think it made it any any worse. Um, I didn't, you know, like there's a couple major decisions you need to make, um, kind of in every chapter, um, and like playing with a guide, I don't think made it any worse. It usually didn't spoil the story at all. So if you know if you want to do it that way, you absolutely can. Um, just a just a great game. Really, really liked it. Life is Strange: True Colors. Um, what's your What's your third choice, Cole? Infernax. This was the one that I was trying to decide if I wanted it or Paradise Killer to be my number one. Um, and Infernax is if you played Castlevania 2 and thought, hey, this is the best Castlevania, then boy, howdy, do I have a game for you. And it's Infernax because it is, I like, it basically is like a new version of Castlevania two has very similar feel, very similar, everything to the point where there's a, a there's a, a, a screen in Castlevania two, where if you go and hold like a white orb, a tornado comes and picks you up and takes you to another screen. And there's a screen just like that in Fernex that if you hold the white orb, a tornado comes and picks you up and kills you. And it goes like, well, what did you expect that the tornado came and picked you up? Um, so it is very much like they know about uh, um, Castlevania two. Um, it is incredibly good. And there's all sorts of fun cheats. You can do the Contra code. And instead of like fighting as like, you know, a medieval guy with a sword, you get a machine gun, which makes the game a lot easier. Um, it's just a really fun, like kind of throwback game. I, I very much enjoyed it. Nice. Very nice. You, you uh, should play it because I think you would like it a lot. Yeah, I think I would too. It looks really good. How about you Dylan? What's your third choice? This is tough, but I, I'd probably put Pokemon up here. Um, I don't think I'd give it my game of the year, um, but it's still it's still fun. I still am enjoying it, um, and it's enjoyable enough. There's some stuff I'd nitpick about, but um, and I think that overall Pokemon can be improved in ways, but it's another solid entry into the franchise. Um, and truly, like the finally they did a 3D um world that you could run around and see the pokemon in the overworld like um we're finally here um obviously they have some learning to do in this new environment but um i'm still excited to see future installments to see if they can improve on this and hopefully not just kind of keep adding things on and make it kind of overly bloated because that's a little bit of what i'm afraid for but overall I enjoy it. So nice, very nice. But Rogue Legacy Two is 
it's just solid. So I gave it to that. Just very whole game is very polished. So nice. Yeah, I I, I kind of want to try that one too. I'm not I don't rogue like very much, but I I do like to rogue like a little bit. There's a lot of um oh like uh what are those things called um where you can make the game like slightly easier. And... I think you can make it very yeah. It's, yeah. You can basically turn off all the. You can tune it however you want. I believe pretty much. Yeah. I Perfect. Remember. That's exactly what I need. Accessibility options yeah. out the wazoo. Perfect. Accessibility. That's what I was yeah, trying. There to you think. go. There you go. Uh, as a as a small honorable mention, I'm going to throw Aperture Desk Job into my game of the year. Um, it's like a I don't know half hour game you play when you get a Steam Deck um, that helps you learn how the Steam Deck works. But if you don't have a Steam Deck, you can still play it. Um, just on your PC, it's free. Um, if you don't have a Steam Deck, I highly recommend you check it out because it's very funny. Um, it's based, I think, in the Portal universe, essentially. It's very good. It's very good. So check that out. You'd have to have a PC, though. Uh, let's see. Next up, we're actually getting into actual news. We're going to go through all Woo! the things that happened at the Game Award. Now, we can ask Dylan to say it. Dylan, could you say news? News! Thank you. There you go, Cliff. Appreciate it. Uh... We're just going to kind of go through this real quick because a lot happened. Um, I'm not going to tell you who won anything because, like I said, it honestly was God of War, um, Ragnarok, or uh, um, Elden Ring. Elden Ring for nearly everything. Um, it was actually kind of boring. I mean, honestly, those were kind of the only games that were nominated for everything, though, too. So, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was fine. Uh, they revealed the new Final Fantasy 16 trailer. It's so weird because it's. It's a hundred percent different than Final Fantasy fifteen. I don't understand how those games work at all. It's just like it's all white people. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it is it is one of those games that like is being culturally appropriate by only putting white people in it in a game set in a fantasy world, but whatever. Uh FromSoft is making Armored Core six, which I don't know anything about, so I don't know if that's exciting or not. Um They uh, are bringing out a, a sequel to Hades uh called imaginatively Hades 2 that looks very much like Hades, but like I'm fine with that because Hades was such a great game. Uh, female protagonist this time looks great. Uh, Ken Levine, who uh, you probably remember from like Bioshock, is making a new game that looks a ton like Bioshock, which is fine by me. It's called Judas. Uh, they announced Death Stranding 2, which I don't know. I... I'm so, I think it's so funny that like Death Stranding came out to kind of like a big resounding like, eh, and then people lost their shit when they announced Death Stranding 2, so I, I don't know. I think I think uh, Death Stranding took a bit for people to go like, oh no, this is good. That could be, that could be. Um, that was fine. Uh, there's new, uh, new DLC coming out for Cyberpunk 2077, Idris Elba is in Woo! it, which is great. Um, the fur in Jedi Survivor, the new Star Wars um, movie, looks better than the last one, but still. How not could it look worse? Good? <laughs> oh my god! If you haven't ever seen that, like that game's not. I, I I'll be fair. A lot of people really liked that game. I was not one of them. Colby was not one of them. But the Wookies in that had the worst fur I've ever seen. I liked the the story. The story was good. I just hated the gameplay. Like, yeah. really hated it. Um, but, it, like, in their defense, it is kind of a Souls-like, so why would I like it? 
Uh, Diablo 4 is coming out June 2023. That's uh, June 6th, 2023. The game looks very, very good. I'm excited about that. It's probably the perfect time, really, to be replaying Diablo 3, now that you now that you say it, Call. You're welcome, Cliff. Thank you. Uh, Street Fighter 6 comes out a couple days before that, June 2nd, 2023. And, like, watching a Street Fighter game these days is so weird, because I literally have not played Street Fighter since probably... Two? Two... <laughs> Um, in any sort of real way, and I'm like, I don't even recognize what this game is. It's super strange. I, it's very weird. So, whatever. Uh, there's a new Suicide Squad game coming out, and it looks okay, I guess. Um, it comes out May 26th. It does star, uh, for the last time, the uh, voice of Batman, um, Kevin ben Conroy, oh. who just died. Yeah, <laughs> Ben Affleck. Yes, Ben Affleck. Uh, he just died like maybe what two or three weeks ago, but it was confirmed yeah. that he finished his voice role before that was finished. So he will nice. be in the Suicide Squad game. Uh, they they showed a clip for the first Super Mario Brothers movie, and I kind of need to watch it again because it does seem that like when Chris um, Pratt talks Pratt. in the middle, that he does it in like kind of a weird Italian accent, which seems like a hey, it's a me, uh, Chris yeah. Pratt. It seems like a real poor idea. Um, the movie looked good though um there's a lot of toad in it so i guess if you like toad that's cool um tekken 8 is coming out i guess and i've never even played any of those games so does that excite you guys maybe like a couple times but not much i think you played the original tekken yeah probably like on the snes no it was a playstation game i think whatever uh, Horizon Forbidden West has a new DLC that's coming out. Comes out in April. Looks great. I don't know. Those games always, those games always excite me more watching them than actually playing them. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what that means exactly. Maybe I just need like a Horizon Zero Dawn movie. I think there's one being made, so maybe that'll be the the thing. Um, there's a Crash Team Rumble. It's like a four v four crash game like that could be fine i guess uh dylan warhammer 40k space marine 2 does that excite you yes oh yes how many collins um only one just one yeah they really should have done warhammer 40k colon space marine colon 2 i think that would have made sense I, uh, I want to pretend like it's like the uh, the Star Trek movies where every second one is you know like good, but instead it's if it has two colons, it's good. Right. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the folks who made Celeste are bringing out a new game, which looks really good, and it's unfortunately not coming out until twenty twenty four, which I'm like that's all it's a long ways away. Um, in what maybe was the like people sitting in the audience kind of going, huh? Um, there's a game coming out called Bayonetta Origins. It's based on the Bayonetta 3 um, like story, I guess. And it's supposed to tell how, I guess, a young Bayonetta became an old Bayonetta. Um, but it's like kind of weird and like um, like super cutesy. Um, and, and like way, way, way outside, I think why people actually play the Bayonetta games, which is because you can play as a hot chick whose hair is also her clothes. Um, like the audience was literally just silent while they were showing it. It was, it was very weird. Um, there's a really dope Hellboy game coming out. Um, it's got the animation and it reminds me a lot of West of, 
West of yeah. Dead? Yeah. It's like that kind of like, I don't know. Does it also have Ron Perlman? Oh, maybe. <laughs> I kind of forgot that he voiced the guy in West of Dead. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Um, it's a roguelike. Looks good. Uh, let's see. There's a new game called Crime Boss Rocky City coming out that has Chuck Norris, Danny Trejo, and Vanilla Ice in it. Which that sounds great. It could be great. I, like, there's a ton of people in this. Mike Madsen, Michael Madsen, Chuck Norris, Mike Madsen. Like, we're tight, so I can call him Mike. Um, Danny Glover, Kim Basinger, Danny Trejo, and Vanilla Ice. Stealth action S- FPS that's set in a 90s version of Florida. So, I don't know. I guess it's Grand Theft Auto Vice City, but with a different all-star cast. I don't, I don't know. I'm confused. But, um, look exactly, but like, look like them, not... Like a character voiced by. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is not the Avengers, like, yo. This is yeah. <laughs> that is Chuck Norris there. Like that in is the Chuck hat. Norris in his sheriff getup. I don't know if that's. I don't know. I, I, this game to me is like it has a lot of possibility. We're gonna have to see. I think. Uh, Lords of the Fallen uh, is uh, coming out. Uh, <laughs> it's a Souls like you might like. Uh, Last of Us. Part one is coming to the PC, which I guess, like, I guess if you've been waiting since 20... Is it the remake? It is, yeah. So um, it's the the entire remake, so... Yeah, yeah. So okay. I, I guess if you've been waiting to play that game since 2012 and are just like, I'm not buying a PlayStation, like, maybe you'll be very excited about this. Um, Returnal is also coming to the PC. That PlayStation exclusive came out last year. Um, I, I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, I think that's it. Um, the uh, let's see. Oh no, there's a little bit more. Sorry, uh, Baldur's Gate three has a release window. That game's awesome. You have the you did you you played that a little bit, didn't you, Dylan? I did play it a little bit. I just didn't want to keep playing it because it's still not. I mean, it's not done, right? Yeah. And it only had so much content at the time anyway. So yeah, that game looked really. I don't good. want to burn myself on a game that's not out yet. Exactly. That's why I don't play much early access stuff. Uh, Colby will be happy to hear that Remnant two is coming out. Um, nice. Yeah, that game was pretty cool. Um, I love that game. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, let's see. I think that's probably about it. Oh no, Dead Cells: Return to Castlevania DLC is coming out. So it's like a, it's like you got Dead Cells in my Castlevania. Looks pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. So so that's kind of like the the high level stuff from uh, oh uh, and Among Us is getting an official hide and seek mod instead of having to like like pretend that there's hide and seek in Among Us you'll actually be able to uh, play hide and seek in Among Us so if you've, you've got a bunch of friends who want to play some games that's uh, that's the long and short of it from the Game Awards um, like I said it was it, it fun. Um, the Game Awards last year, I think, started at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, oh, my God, why is the Game Awards start so early? And then this year it started at like 7, and it's super long. And so I don't I need I need the Game Awards to start at 6 so I can get some dinner but still not fall asleep at the end. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Colby, have you played a Yo. video game before? Nope. Have you done cocaine before? Hell, yeah. Did you notice any similarities between the two? Well, I, I've never played video games before. Oh, bummer. I'd ask oh, Dylan no. if he's done can- cocaine before, but he's over there drinking barley tea, so <laughs> I... Uh, so the answer's no. <laughs> I just assume the answer's no. 
Um, and I grew up a good kid, so I have not done cocaine. So Colby's done cocaine, not played video games. Did you find cocaine particularly addicting? Oh, I mean, I've just been like, my desk right now is like the end of Scarface. Colby's done two speedballs <laughs> since uh, since we started. Um, so there's a Canadian law firm, and they're trying to. <laughs> A, they're trying. We're going to sue you, eh? <laughs> they're trying to get together a class action lawsuit, specifically against Epic Games, because they say that that when Epic Games was <coughs> developing Fortnite, they made the use of quote unquote experts to ensure that it would be maximally addictive to players, and does not inform people of the quote risks and dangers associated with the use of Fortnite. So, like, <laughs> they're like, you got what? tired of patient ambulances, eh? It's like they 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 expect like a Surgeon General's warning on on Fortnite. Like game loads up, they're like Fortnite might be considered addictive to some people. You know, I I don't I don't know. I would um, laugh. It's oh my gosh, it's super weird. Um, but this is where it gets kind of kind of weird to me. Okay, so one player cited in the lawsuit who was 13 when the action was filed um, had gone from playing a few hours a week to several hours of the day in the course of just two years and often plays until 1 a.m., which tells me that my kid has a serious video game addiction because he plays at least a couple hours a day and is often awake until 1 a.m. Um, a, another kid who was only 10 um, argues with his parents about playing Fortnite and becomes, quote, very aggressive and vulgar while playing. He also spent almost $600 on V-Bucks, um, although they don't say <laughs> whether or not his parents gave him $600 or, like, he stole a credit card. Um, anyway, the, quote, effective, the, the effect of video game addiction, including Fortnite, on the brains of children is particularly damaging in that when they are continually attached to their machines, they develop severe deficiencies in their ability to integrate the full spectrum of human emotions, the lawsuit states. Specialists report gaps in vocabulary as well as gaps in social integration. Indeed, it is recognized that the continued use of electronic devices causes significant damage to the prefrontal cortex of the human brain, changes that particularly affect young developing brains. How old was that kid? I don't know. 10 and 13. Uh, well, unfortunately, the 10-year-old isn't supposed to be playing it because it's rated teen. That's a very good point. I, I, just, I guess the thing is, is like, if my kid was like using aggressive and vulgar language while playing Fortnite and he was 10 and also spent somehow $600 on it and argued with me about playing it. Do you know how little internet that kid would have access to? Like, yeah, well, I, I just don't understand why don't these know. parents. Mine's six and is doing all that, so I don't know. Is your kid aggressive and vulgar while playing online, call? Yeah. Well, different stroke for different folks. But I guess the question, are you going to sue anyone over it, or do you see that as a failing of your own parenting? Um, I don't know. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. Microsoft has deep pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Colby just cracked the uh, cracked the code here. Like I just, I mean, literally, if my kid was being a like shit online and you know yelling at me every time I said to stop playing Fortnite, like they just wouldn't play Fortnite anymore. They wouldn't play anything anymore. They would. Yeah, it seems like a very easy solution. Come home and read you the. Think, you would think that, but. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's obnoxious for you as a parent, but like you know, it's it's like what you have to do. 
Um, I mean, unless you don't care, Cole. Like, if you're fine with your kid being vulgar and aggressive online, nothing, nothing wrong there. She's learning life skills. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's dumb. I'm sure we'll hear more of it. I'm excited, to be honest. Uh, Grammy Awards has a video game category now. Um, up until now, the- I hope Jethro Tull wins it. <laughs> Um, is that worth explaining, Cole? Nope. No. Okay. Just just look that up if you're curious. It's it's very funny. Um, so the only video game to actually win a Grammy up until now is um, the Journey soundtrack a number of years ago, um, which is very good. Um, but they added an actual category this year, and it's kind of interesting to see who's in it. So the Aliens Fireteam Elite soundtrack is one of them, um, composed by Austin Winery. Um, also the only other person to win a Grammy. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Dawn of Ragnarok, Call of Duty Vanguard, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which was mostly, as I recall, just pop music from <laughs> real life, and Old World, a game I've never heard of. Are you guys familiar with Old World? Old World's fantastic. You're a liar. <laughs> no, seriously. What is it? Like, it's like Civilization, but... Oh, no, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And the soundtrack is incredible. Is it good? Okay. But the interesting thing about this is, is that, first of all, like, the, it's interesting to, I guess, note the, um, the difference between that and what the the best music was from the Game Awards is 100% different. There's no overlap, which is not very common when you look at, like, um, say, the, Oscars versus the you know any of the other globes or whatever yeah like there's usually a lot of crossover between them um so a Plague Tale Requiem Elden Ring God of War Ragnarok which won shockingly um although I'll say Bear Bear McCreary did a song with um Hozier during the Game Awards that was very good um he played a, a if I say is it a didgeridoo is that no not a didgeridoo a no, it's not a didgeridoo. Uh, what, what's the thing you can play on Sea of Thieves, like standing on the deck that has like hurdy gurdy? Hurdy gurdy. He played a hurdy gurdy. It was pretty pretty good. Um, Metal Hellsinger and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. So no crossover between those two. And they say that a lot of the reason is is like to be eligible to to uh, submit for a Grammy is really 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 expensive. So only like AAA studios actually probably have the money to do it. Um, but also the il- eligibility is is really weird, um, like when a game can be released to be available for the Grammys. But two of the, the ones that are actually nominated for Grammys are outside that release window, too. So nobody's quite sure what's going on with with the Grammy Awards right now. But it's well, next year it'll be they'll be. Yeah, we just had to we had to come up with something for this year. It's just weird. Um, but I, I, I think Dylan's right. I think Old World should win. There you go. Oh, probably. Uh, I'm not actually going to watch the Grammys. But maybe we'll remember to look after. Maybe. Yeah, probably maybe. not. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll pop up. It'll somewhere. bubble up to the news. That's what I'm saying. Uh, let's see. Epic Games is introducing something. Like, I don't, I don't think this is in any way related to the uh, Fortnite lawsuit. But Epic Games is developing something or integrate uh, launching. They're putting something out into the world called cabins for your kids. Um, 
And and although that sounds like a great way to just like have your kid go live in the wilderness for a week or two and just give you some quiet, my God, um, it's actually what Epic's going to use to keep kids safe in games like Fortnite, Rocket League, and Fall Guys. So if you're under 13, um, you get cabined. And what that means is that you have to give a parent or guardian's email address um, when signing up, and you can't access a bunch of services. Um, so, like, if you want to have voice chat, your parents have to agree to have it. If you want to be able to buy stuff, you have to have parental permission. Um, I think you actually have to have parental permission for your name. Um, so, like, creating a custom display name, you need uh, parental permission. It's kind of, and it, it also actually makes it so they can't, uh, like, you won't get marketed emails to to your stuff. And your, like, two-factor goes to your parents and that kind of stuff. It's kind of an interesting idea. Um, like, I, I don't know, Cole, you, you, like, tell me what you think on this. Maybe you haven't hit it yet, but my experience with those types of accounts are, um, there's probably kids who they're absolutely terrific for, um, but every time Carter ended up getting inside of one, it just made every experience like 150,000 times harder. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, you know, we wanted to play Star Wars Battlefront together, and we couldn't because it was a teen-rated game that his, like, underage account wouldn't let him play. So we ended up, like, literally just turning that off um, yeah. on a lot of things. So um, I don't know. What do you th- what do you think, Cole? Like, is that... Do you, do you run into that run yet? In, no. Yet. No. So I, I don't know. She doesn't play online games, so... So who's she being aggressive and mean to? Towards me. Oh. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, no, no. She's not like yelling at people online. She's yelling at me. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't have any problem with that. Actually, she's like Brett Harley Jarvis. <laughs> All good. Hey, we're back. Hopefully, Dylan sounds a little bit better now. He had some some microphone problems that we didn't really quite realize were happening. Say say something, Dylan. Something, Dylan. Yeah, Dylan I sounds something. Directions. You can yeah. allow me to have an uncabined account now. <laughs> you don't need to tell me twice. We'll uh, hopefully we'll be able to fix that in post. Uh, let's see. Next thing we're going to talk about is the FTC suing to block Microsoft acquisition of Blizzard. Um, I think my favorite quote about this this week is uh, Phil Spencer saying that uh, Sony is trying to make themselves bigger by making Xbox smaller. And I don't think I've ever heard anything that was. Like, there's no better way to put PlayStation's performance during the Amazon or the the Microsoft Activision Blizzard shenanigans than they want to keep Microsoft small so they can continue to be big. Um, anyway, uh, the FTC says that the Blizzard Activision deal would quote gain uh, co- allow Xbox to quote gain control of a top video game franchise or top video game franchises and uh, then cause harm uh, in high performance gaming consoles and subscription services by denying or degrading rivals access to its uh, popular content. Um, the folks at uh, Activision don't seem super. Worried about it? Um, this is a quote from Activision CEO Bobby Kotick, who I kind of forgot existed, <laughs> and I also kind of forgot is still the <laughs> CEO of uh, Activision, even though he most definitely should not be. Uh, 
He says, this sounds alarming, so I want to reinforce my confidence that this deal will close, he told employees uh, in an internal memo. We believe these arguments will win despite a regulatory environment focused on ideology and misconceptions about the tech industry. Interestingly enough, the FTC's, uh, one of their arguments was, hey, Microsoft was lying to like the investigators in the EU or the UK, I don't remember, one of those European places. And they came out and said, like, no, no, they were fine. That's not true. So, I don't know. We'll see. Can I just ask one question? You can ask two questions if you want. Is this the same FTC that let the uh, Disney buy Fox? I believe it is the same FTC that led Disney by Fox. And, um, and how much movies and, I mean, just media in general did uh, they acquire with that, you know, acquisition? Uh, nearly all of it, as I... As I, I think it was 35% of all media is now owned yeah. by Disney. I mean, they're the same ones that, that said, sure, Comcast and, what, Warner Brothers can, yeah. can you know, just be one company. Pointing just little things out, yeah, there's, there's, the FTC is nothing if they aren't inconsistent. Anyway, that's fine. Uh, last thing we're going to talk about is at the Game Awards, uh, like we said earlier, Elden Ring won. Um, when they announced the win, um, a bunch of people from the Elden Ring uh, team went up on stage to get their, their cool trophy. And another guy just walked down a different aisle and walked up with them. Um, kind of stood in the back. Um, and after they did their stuff, he said, okay, hey, just like walked to the mic and said, hey, 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 my turn. You know, real quick, I want to thank everyone and say I think I want to nominate this award to my Reformed Orthodox Rabbi, Bill Clinton. Thank you, everyone. I, I, I didn't know that that you could just walk up on stage. Like, the only thing stopping you from walking up on stage is that you haven't done it. That's what I'm saying. Um, I, I will give you a hint in life. If you look like you're supposed to be there, most of the time you can do a lot of things like that. I uh, actually saw a thing the other day where two dudes put on like those reflective orange vests yep. and uh, had clipboards and were just like walking in all sorts of places. Like they started small and then just got bigger and bigger and bigger until they were walking to like concerts. Um, so, yeah, you know, the only thing keeping you out is the fact that you don't have the whatever to let yourself in. Uh, Jeff Keeley did uh, tweet that the guy who interrupted, though, was arrested. Uh, I'm not sure on what char- Like, what do you arrest someone on that? I mean, it's not like trespassing. They let you into the building. Like, can you trespass someone off a stage? Probably. I mean, you can trespass them out of the building. Yeah. Like you can arrest him, he's not going to get charged with anything. That was kind of what I was thinking. He'll get arrested and then just let Unless off. he didn't leave. Yeah. Right. He might have been I, trespassed and then didn't leave. Then you can arrest him. I think you should leave. Um, Epic. No. Yes. Epic Games. We're into the... No, wait. I, I lied. We're we're at questions. We're not we're not talking cheap free games yet. I got so not excited. Yet. I got so excited about cheap free games that I completely skipped over questions. Let's do questions. Princess Megan wants to know what are the games you actually have opinions on, <laughs> and I'm like all of them. Uh, yeah, I have very strong opinions about Souls likes that I don't th- like. I am the I am the person that complains about Souls likes, and it's what makes people who like Soul likes say, but if we let them have their way, yeah. these games will get ruined. 
it's true <laughs> like you need to keep cliff away, cliff away from these games <laughs> they point at me and say but he's the one that wants to ruin our dark souls and i'm like no i just want to play your video game i just want to play your video game without being stupid can't we just have this game not be stupid and they're like no what we like is how stupid it is <sighs> anyway what do you guys have strong opinions about jetpacks suck <laughs> it's not it's not a game that Dylan has opinions yeah. about it's jetpacks he hates them question Dylan if someone gave you a jetpack in real life would you take it and use it that sounds scary <laughs> would you take it and use it over water it depends how jetpacky this jetpack is like how jet are we packing <laughs> um, yeah uh, I think a game that revolves around jetpacks could be interesting. Um, like everyone has a jetpack. Rocketeer game, but, rocketeer game. But I find oh, like yeah. the introduction of like a class with a jetpack to be kind of frustrating. Um, sure, sure, sure. Punching um, Nazis and flying around in a rocket pack. <laughs> Breath of the Wild isn't good. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I second that. I, I'm so not excited about the new one. I don't even know if it has yeah. all the things that I hated about the, the last one, yeah. but like I just can't get excited about it. Uh, it's um, all right. Yeah. That's good. What about you, Cole? What do you have opinions on? If you are making more than one thing, it should be automated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be able to stack things and say, I want 99 of these, yo. And I'll be honest, I don't want to watch an animation for that. Like, I want... Or you want to watch one. Yeah, 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 exactly. I I actually think that's one thing that video games... So I'm reading a book. Because I can read. And, uh, yeah, I know, it's weird. Um, it, it's really, really good. Um, it's called, let's see, I'll have to open it on my Kindle here. I apologize. Cliff went to college and all of a sudden he's like, look at me, I can read. Look at, I can read. It's called The <laughs> it Start. It took him to, till 40 to be able yeah, to read. Yeah, exactly. He can finally do it. Yeah, it's called The Starless Sea. Um, and the connection to video games is that the, the main character in it is going to school, um, to get a degree in like video game writing in a way that very much does not exist in the real world. Um, but they said something in the book that, uh, like, the difference between video games and books or TV shows or movies is that in a video game, you get to do a lot of the mundane things that they skip over in books and movies because no one wants to read or watch that happen. And I would argue that I don't necessarily want to do that in video games either. Like, I don't... Every time that they're like hey, you've got to go mine this thing, and that means you have to hit it for, like, 10 seconds. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I understand that maybe, like, for instance, in, in, in like, Minecraft, you do need to have some resistance to things you mine. You can't just, like, like, I get that. But in, say, WoW, where the thing you're mining is here and there's not another one right next to it, there's no reason I can't just hit that once and have it break, right? Is there... I don't think so. No. I, I I just I get really bored every time they're like, watch this animation happen, and I'm like, that was fun the first time. Like yeah. every time I have to skin something, like show me that I skin it the first two or three times, and after that I can just have a skin in my inventory. Yeah. I don't I don't need to actually watch it happen. I don't need it's like Red Dead. It's the one thing I will complain about is I did not need to see this like bloody carcass every time I I skin something. I don't I don't want to see that. 
Yeah, you do because you got to realize that you don't want to do it anymore. It's part of your character growth. I guess. Man, so you I can't skip that in real life. I, I, but I mean, I think that, that, like, that literally that, what you just said, you can't skip that in real life. That's a, a reason a lot of things get put into video games. And I yeah, just don't. I, no. I just don't want them there. But I also I, really, really, really want to replay Red Dead Redemption. I don't remember exactly what you said from that that quote or whatever, but it sounds to me like I I get what they're saying, but I think they're missing the point that like I think video games can make mundane things interesting, but it's Absolutely. not inherently true. Like cooking in video games is fun because it's overcooked and you're in a kitchen that's on fire on two floating rafts that are moving away from each other. It's not it's not that cooking is interesting when it's a video game all of a sudden. Absolutely um, agree. The same way that, like, I, I disagree that you skip over those things in, like, books and stuff, too, because it's, like, that's not necessarily true. A lot of times you can um, explain kind of these monotonous, like, in a way that is interesting or it's something you've never done before, but it's still someone's job. It's still work. Like I, I think uh, in a book, though, like, they might explain it once. Like, you get the detail once, but they would right. not explain it every time they did it. Right. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't... I. Yeah, it's, I just don't want to. I don't. I don't. Anymore. I can't imagine. Yeah, there's not. Uh, uh, there's no benefit to yeah, like seeing. I don't know, like slowing down time every time you do. I don't know. Yeah, it, that's kind of kind of weird. But yeah, it's I... like you can definitely make. I mean, there's a reason. Like obviously, job simulator is not exactly like a job simulator, but like <laughs> there's there's humor to that, right? It's like you've 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 literally made, uh, like. Or I guess like lawnmower simulator is probably the best example of this. Is like people will play like uh, uh, they'll go mow their lawn in a video game. Like, but there's obviously something interesting about it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. it's not for Absolutely. everybody. But. It's not for me. But I'm glad that it's for some people. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Monotone Screaming asks, do you tend to avoid or embrace a game's community when you play it? So, a game with a community, do you avoid or embrace it? Oh, I avoid it like the goddamn plague. Yeah. I, I would say with the exception of, like, MMOs where you are kind of forced. You have to. Yeah, to engage a game's community. But, like, But do you play with people, like, that you don't know? I mean, you um, might join a guild, but do you, like, really... Uh, 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 when I joined a guild, yes, I definitely like in. I did not do it in WoW because the guild I joined was I just joined the guild Colby was already in, and there wasn't really anyone on my level. Like they were all like level sixty end gamers, and I was like, "Hi, I'm level four. Um, so there was really no reason for any of them to play with me, honestly. Um, even when Colby played with me, I think he usually played on like a Smurf account. Um, but when we played Star Wars Galaxies and we were like leveling along with our guild, yeah, I definitely played with our with our <coughs> other guild mates. Um, so yeah, but I mean, besides that, I mean, I guess the question is: Is have you ever been a member of a gaming community that you didn't think it was just toxic and awful? Um, no, not really. You know, like I don't, I don't, I don't have any urge to like hang out with like Call of Duty bros. I don't have any urge to like hang out with Rocket League guys. Like they, they all just seem awful. Um, and I think the only way that works is if you find like a niche, a, a guild, or a like a 
what what do they call like not a guild but like uh what do they call it like when you have a like a group of people you play with like a clan that is all people like you like i could play like i could probably hang out in like a like 45 year old dad's rocket league group because we like we'd all have kind of the same thing going on but past that like i mean and but I, i'm not going to like i'm absolutely not going to so what about you dylan do you play do you do you like hang out with communities i guess i would describe being apathetic to it i don't i do don't care either way it just Fair. doesn't it's not that i'm avoiding it but i'm definitely not like embracing it um yeah. i just don't need more friends. i don't know like i don't necessarily have bad that many like bad experiences like like i played online i've like been in voice chat with strangers some games are worse than others a lot of that you can kind of mitigate through just like not feeding them and just like bro don't like or just ignore the annoying people and then a lot of times if you just like talk to the cool people like it ends up working out i don't know um the idea yeah, of I'm using not, voice chat with strangers. Yeah. Like, Generally, it, it hasn't really, like, it seems bad, but, like, even playing, like, Overwatch, like, I would say way more positive experiences than negative. Um, my introverted ass thinks that that sounds like yeah. just hell. Like, if, yeah. if, that was, if that was a requirement to play a game, I would not play that game because of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's like... I, we we did it like just because I think it, you are at a disadvantage if you're oh, not yeah, absolutely. talking like, I, right. I so it's it. like at some point we're like, okay, we gotta talk to these people, and then yeah, you do have the people that are just kind of like in there trolling around, and it's like, okay, dude. And a lot of times if you just like, I don't know, like a lot of times it, it happens that they do that, and then they end up being bad at the game, like noticeably worse than the people that are like working together because they're trying to do something else. They're like they want everyone to like do their thing and it's like well yeah. no that doesn't that doesn't make sense we're gonna go do this over here and then all of a sudden they're the bad player so it's yeah. like it, it's interesting that a lot of times you can kind of you're not even calling that person out but they kind of get called out anyway yeah um but i mean yeah it's not my favorite like i'd rather just play with like my community of friends right um i guess like the closest thing to like like i used to frequent like a uh, a warhammer uh store to play like in person with yeah. people that you knew very little to like you you met them fewer times or sometimes it was a random stranger that day that you'd play games with um that's a way different experience because it's face to face for sure but you still you do get the sprinkling of like there is the asshole in the store like yep. uh like i did see table flipping you're kidding really no and in a game with very expensive miniatures it was like literally everyone like but it wasn't it wasn't the the a-hole that flipped the table it was the guy that had to play against the a-hole because he was such a he was such a jerk to play against and this guy just had enough of it and flipped his own stuff and like wow left the store like so like it, I mean, it does happen in person, but generally people are pretty cool in person. I think, especially when you're bonding around something yeah. very niche that you're all there for. So yeah, you're not you're not getting the like. I guess that's the the issue with video games, right? It's like 
you have so many people playing Call of Duty, right? Like, yeah. There's a lot of people you'd get along with, but there's so many people you wouldn't. You just won't. like yeah. because there's just so many people. Like, and and what do you? How are you supposed to wade through that? So yep. yeah, it's. Yep. But. Nope. I get it. I get it. Uh, all right. Next question. Turn down for what wants to know what sucks in real life but is fun in video games. What do you like doing in the video games that you do not like doing in real life? Bet your farming sucks in real life. Yeah, I bet you it really does. Eh. I bet you farming for a living sucks in real life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I've I've planted my fair share of things and cultivated the ground and grown things and and cut them down. Like I worked on a tree farm, so I farm trees. Um, it's fine. Dylan is so much younger than I am and has so much more weird work experience than I do. Yeah. I've done a, I've done a, every time, like I, I've done something very different each time. But yeah, I, I did like five years on a growing trees and like rhododendrons and all that stuff. It's fine. It's actually kind of enjoyable. You're outside, like obviously like farming is hard work especially like depending on the size and what you have to do and you only have so much sun and or uh you got to get the stuff like it's hard work for sure but like being out in fresh air like doing manual labor is tiring but like there's not a lot to complain about other than like getting dirty i guess i don't know it's your body breaking down at like yeah like obviously i don't want to do it my entire life like at that point like some it's time for someone else to come do this farm work, but I just don't know if I want to like, like have my entire income stream be dependent on the weather and water. Let's see. Oh, for sure. Especially yeah, rough. as as a as a career like yeah, it's definitely a, like I can't. It's so much work. But yeah, yeah. as for like sucking, I, I I wouldn't say it. I don't think it sucks, but there you go. Everyone, to each their own. Like farm work, it, and farm, farm can suck to you for sure. Like it's not, it's not for everyone. But. Farm work and Farm Simulator 2022, same thing. Probably depends where you great. live too, for sure. Like <laughs> farming in Seattle, uh, farming in a very Washington's like, probably easier than farming in Nebraska. Except here, you'd get like really hot days, and then you'd just be in the pouring down rain one day, and it was just, it, that sounds it was, rough. It's all over the place. But. That sounds real rough. Uh, I would say, let's see, what sucks in real life but is fun in video games? I was going to say driving, but I actually kind of like driving in real life, too. Like, driving in video games is probably more fun. Uh, yeah. But, but I do enjoy driving. You can't driving. run over people. Yeah. And, uh... But yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, murder yeah, is murder. much more fun. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, no, most, pe- mo- most people would have you a might. hard time killing someone. Like, yeah. Cause it like you would feel some sort of way and you wouldn't do it right. So, but I, I'm changing my fine. answer like, from uh, farming to war crimes. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the question. Hey, my is name what, is you know. What has less consequences in video games than it does in real life? Call right. although Henry mm-hmm. Kissinger might disagree. Um, <sighs> I think uh, cooking sucks less in video games than it does in real life. Um, but some people enjoy cooking in real life, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's shorter in video games. That's all I can say. That's true. Yeah. You know? Living in Suck, the old What West. sucks less in yeah. video games? Yeah, that's exactly it. What'd you say, Cole? Living in the Old West. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's you don't real see fun much in of video dysentery. Games, but, yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't, like, there while Arthur was shitting his brains out because, you know. 
He had bad water. <laughs> he drank the wrong water. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would guess that uh, like building cities like via like SimCity is way more fun in video games than it, like there's way less red tape in oh, yeah. uh, in video games than there is in real life. Way more right. Godzilla attacks, though. Way more Godzilla attacks. Civic uh, planning. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to talk about a handful of cheap free games? It's a handful. It's yes. very small. Very small. small. Uh, Epic Games is a mystery game. That means we are into the, I don't know, 12 days of free video games from Epic. So there will be a free video game every day for the next, I think, through Boxing Day, I want to say. Um, I got to remember that. Yeah, I'll try and I'll try and remind you, Cole. Um, okay. So just go out every day, get the free game. The first one drops tomorrow, which is the fourteenth. So if you're not a Patreon, you will not have any advanced warning. Um, I'll try and post them in our Discord too. Uh, Xbox Game Pass. Um, let's see. Most of these games actually came out today. Uh, High on Life came out uh, for Cloud Console on PC December 13th. That game is getting some some pretty decent reviews. The overwhelming consensus seems to be that if you like Rick and Morty, you'll probably like this video game. So I do. I do too. So I'm going to give that one a try. Uh, console, or I'm sorry, Potion Craft also came out today on console and PC. Uh, it's an alchemist simulator. That looks all right. Uh, coming out on the 15th, which is Friday, uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed Game of the Year Edition, Cloud Console on PC, and Rainbow Billy, The Curse of the Leviathan, a game that I really want to play, but it's 30 hours long, man. It's way, Rainbow way, Billy way. and The Curse of the Leviathan sounds like the name that Skinner wanted to name his Jurassic Park book. Right? Yeah. It's... I can't remember what it was. It was like something Billy and the Dinosaurs or something. It looks good, but I don't know, man. Uh, so the other big thing that is coming out, um, is, uh, Riot Games, like all, I mean, so all of Riot Games for most, the most part are free, um, but they all came to Game Pass with all their stuff unlocked. So, um, if you're playing Valorant, you'll get all the current agents, access to every new agent as soon as they're released, and plus a 20% match XP boost, um, given to Battle Pass, Event Pass, and Active Agent Progress. I do not know what that means. I haven't played enough ba- uh, Valorant to tell you. What What was the name of that game? Valorant? Rainbow no, no. Billy, the Curse of the Leviathan? <laughs> yeah, the, the <laughs> thing Skinner wanted to name it was Billy and the Clonosaurus. <laughs> I love it. Uh, League of Legends. Um, these... These are not for Xbox. None of these games are available on Xbox as far as I know. So this is only for PC and mobile folk, I believe. Uh, If you play League League of Legends, you'll get all 160 plus champions. I think it's weird they don't have an exact number on that, but whatever. Probably because it changes frequently. Right, yeah. Um, Oh, now I got to... Go re-up that article. Access to every new champion as soon as they're released and a 20% XP boost. If you're playing Teamfight Tactics, uh, which is apparently an auto-battler strategy game, uh, you'll get one-star rare Little Legend Tacticians and four arena skins that are available until April 2023 and one arena skin on a monthly rotation thereafter. If you ever play that game, Dylan, that like, game means nothing to me. No, I've not tried those like auto games yeah i i don't know anything about that uh legends of runeterra it's a strategy card game uh you'll get all cards in the foundation set um and apparently there are other benefits coming in january if you play league of legends wild rift which i think you played for a while right dylan 
Didn't you play the the? Yes, that is the mobile, mobile game. Yeah, which is very well done. Uh, with Game Pass, you'll get all eighty champions, eighty plus champions. Uh, day one access to every new champion as they're released and a twenty percent XP boost. Um, plus, players who link their Riot account and Xbox profile by January first, twenty twenty three. So you've got about two and a half weeks. You'll also get a bonus reward in each game. In Valorant, you'll get Pockage Sage Buddy, which sounds dirty, but whatever. Um, League of Legends, you'll get the Master Work Chest and Key. Teamfight Tactics, you'll get the Little Legend Rare Egg. Wild Rift, you'll get the Random Emote Chest. And Legends of Runeterra, you'll get the Prismatic Chest. So, all sorts of goodies. Um, if you like Riot games, um, definitely worth doing, and maybe link up that uh, that Riot account if you want some other stuff. Um, let's see, we also have uh, the Tacticians Bundle at Humble Bundle. This is a... I don't know. You have to buy it. Let's see. When when do things start going away? Pay at least $12 for these eight items. You get Gears Tactics, which I've heard is pretty good. I played Gears Tactics 2. I played Gears. that a little. Yeah. Mm. Colby's very yeah, tired. I, I played that a little this week. <laughs> like, How was it? Uh, it was good. I actually yeah. liked it. I didn't. I only played it for like 15 minutes because, again. Um, but, uh, no, I, it was a good tactics game. There you go. Gears Tactics. So uh, you'll get that. Red Solstice 2, Dark Deity, Star Renegades, John Wick Hex, which is a game that I con- like continually want to try and just haven't done it yet. Um, that's oddly enough from the people who made Thomas Was Alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Every time I talk about John Wick Hex, I have to mention that. Do you think it was made uh, in the same engine? <laughs> probably. Um, it's also the people who made The Solitaire Conspiracy <laughs> um, and a handful of text adventure games. I, I don't know how Biffle Games gets their licenses, but good on them. Uh, you also get Warhammer 40k Mechanicus Standard, uh, Phantom Doctrine, and Hard West. Uh, so that's that's a uh, game for twelve bucks. Never a bad deal. Uh, if you want to spend a little bit more, you can spend thirty five pounds, which I don't I don't know what that is in real dollars, but uh, you can get the Jingle Jam 2020 Games Collection. That's at jinglejam.tiltify.com slash games. I'll try and put that in the show notes. Um, and you can get 85 games for 35 pounds, which I would guess is like somewhere between like 35 and 40 bucks. Um, nothing jumps out at me as being spectacular in this. Um, Age of Wonders Planetfall I've heard is good. You suck at parking. I've heard it's interesting. I think that's a Game Pass game. Um, let's see if anything else here, like Absolute Drift was kind of an interesting game. Ancient Enemies kind of an interesting game. Uh, oh, I'm not seeing anything else here that's really crazy, but if you want to just like get a ton of kind of interesting looking, uh, like indie games for PC. Oh, Plague Inc.'s in there. That game's pretty dope. Um, you know, 35 bucks, 40 bucks for 85 games is not... Oh, the Turing Test's in there. Colby and I both love the Turing Test. And Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion is also in there, which is fantastic. So those two games together are probably not worth $35, but they're both very good. So uh, not a bad collection. And uh, it benefits someone but i don't remember who <laughs> so check that out uh like i said links in the show notes do you guys have anything else you want to uh chat about seems good to me all right uh no dylan next week we probably will do an episode i would guess 
um, if you'll be around, call. Uh, mm-hmm. Episode on the 27th will play by ear. Um, we may maybe take a geek day after Christmas, but we'll we'll see. We may do both. So have a if we well, I guess we'll talk to you, but have a great holiday anyway. If, if you don't listen to the next episode because you're holidaying, have a great holiday. If that makes sense, uh, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can follow us on social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram slash bite me podcast. Uh, you can join our Discord at bite me podcast.com slash Discord. <sighs> I think that's everything. Have a lovely day. Dylan, 